Hello, kia ora and welcome to Under the Influence podcast with your host, me, DJ G. On this episode, we speak with a man that's within the hip-hop culture as a New Zealand music artist in the rapping scene, is built on a strong community, and is also giving back to his community. Today, we talk life with the man himself, Tipini Hama. You know, on every single episode, I always start off on a good note, and I really love to thank all the listeners that are tuned into every single episode, thank you very much, and I hope you enjoy this episode. We're going to start things off different here today. Here's a bit of a snippet of Tipini. Moldy style, welcome to the show, Tupinet. Kia ora my bro, thank you for having me on. Cheer to all the ones tuning in. Much love, hope you follow staying safe and staying on to it. The bro was just telling me about his uh, his 100 club journey. Running uh, straight on everyone bro, yeah yeah. <laughs> me my bro, me my brother. So Tupinet, just for the listeners out there my bro, who are you and where do you come from my brother? I am Tipene, I'm a hip-hop artist uh, from the Hawke's Bay at the East Coast. Uh, the East Coast, um, Hastings and Flexme is a suburb where I grew up. Doing hip-hop for a little, for a little bit now. But I'm here with the rangatahi and, and, and teaching them uh, through music because uh, it's a great way to engage our young people, basically. Yeah, that's Massive. pretty much the blurb about me. Cheers. Massive. Nah, you've been an inspiration to your community, brother. And your music uh, speaks wonders to the Te Ao Māori world at that. And, and, and Māori is who we are. So how big um, how big of an impact did Flaxme and, and the Hawks Bay play on the way you grew up, my brother? Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's everything, eh, bro? Because, you know, I, I reckon there's, there's sort of three things that determine... Uh, where you end up in life, bro. Uh, uh, the first one is um, genetics here. You know, yep. you're half your mum, you're half your dad. Yep. The, yep. Second one is, um, the second one is your environment, bro, where you grew up. So for me, Flaxmere, Hastings, the Hawke's Bay, and, and, and the third one um, being the decisions that you make, you know? Those three yeah. things kind of define where you end up in life, bro. So, you know, you can grow up in the same whare as someone, like sleep on the same bed, even wearing the same clothes, sharing the same girlfriend if you want to. But it's... Um, <laughs> <laughs> it all comes down to the decisions that you make, eh, bro? So at any given time, you know, music has helped me through that, bro. So, you know, back home, it's a, it's a quite an agricultural area. There's heaps of farms and everyone just plays rugby and league and carves your character. But, see, grew up in the country, bro. So, you know, the country is um, out of Teoti. I don't know if you heard of Teoti College. It's a bit of a... Um, yeah, that's one of the me, my brother. That's and... me. I went to Teoti hey, College. Bro. I went to TA. Yep. I was Teoti Karate. Oh. Yep. Nah, I'll represent. Oh, well, bro, I'm Marae, bro. That's me just around the corner, down in Pokawa, bro. So that lake is where I grew up. Yeah. Um, duck, duck shooting, you know, hunting, um, eeling, and everything with ing on the end, bro, pretty much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, and those those are the things, bro. Um, I sort of found music. Well, I don't think it, I don't think I found music. I think uh, I've always had a relationship with it. I just didn't have a voice in it. For ages, ages, rapping everybody else's songs. And, but Kapahaka, bro, was my first introductory to the stage. Quite a cracked up story, bro, because um, our first Kapahaka performance, bro, we had these fluoro lights, bro, right in front of the stage. 
Yeah, and Al-Qaeda yeah. came up and he, was, he came out and did his wet away and hus, 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 hus. He was pretty deadly till he whacked one of the lights, bro, and the whole thing just, <laughs> bro, all the lights went out, bro. And, and we were doing our cup of bracket, bro, no one could even see us. And I was like, hey. Because that was the whole thing, bro. We had we had glowing tamuku, uh, you know, glowing muku. Yeah. Far, and that all just went out the window and the bro cracked the light and we were like, oh. Um, <laughs> oh, where they are. It is what it is, my bro. You know, um, going, growing up and sort of te Oti and out uh, Pukehau and all that, and then sort of mixing it in with Flaxmere as well. And I got a bit of a taste of it when I stayed in, uh, in up in the Hawke's Bay, you know. It's two different things there, eh, my brother? Very, very different, bro. Um, Flaxmere is... Uh, I don't like comparing it to any other place because it's quite unique. It's kind of like... It's pretty much a little... It's, it's a suburb, bro, but it's quite big. But it's yep. surrounded by orchards, bro, so it's still quite country as well. Um, yep. We think... Yeah, we think we're up with the play, but we're way behind, bro, because, you know, Flexmere's in the middle of the nowhere, bro, you know? You don't you don't go through Flexmere to go anywhere, bro. It's not like on the way to anywhere. It's on its own buzzy. <laughs> now they've made the highway right through there, um, you know, you kind of, you, you get to see the sign and then, you know, hide out to, but Flexmere is, is, is full of good people, bro, and, you know, on the flip side, there's some eggs out there too, but yeah. it's... um. It's a strong community, bro, and, and a lot of strong leaders within the community, which make Flexmere what it is, I think. Who was sort of the best teachers for you in life, brother, growing up? Yeah, first one that comes to my mind is my old man, bro. Um, you know, my dad. Uh, oh, Mongol Mob was a big thing around home too, bro. He was, yeah, yeah, around for sure. Place, yep. You know, bit of a bit of fun facts, bro. Um, you know, uh, the first Mongol Mob chapter um, started in Hastings. No one would love, ever like to admit it, especially if you're a Mongol mob follow from somewhere else. Ah, no, we started it, of course. Uh, we do, but it's it's quite entrenched in the in the, um, the whakapapa of the area, bro. Is, um, yep. So, you know, it's it's intergenerational now. you got your sort of third, fourth, fifth generation Mongol mobs coming through now. It's quite a strong pull, um, the gang life um, yep. down here. But my old man, bro, he's a, he's a farmer. He, you know, he's a sharer. He's a... Again, like everything that starts ends with Ingbury, freezing worker, very picker, you know, he's, um, yeah, he's, he's, he's just this dude that just lived off the land, bro, and he was the constant thing for me, um, you know, because, uh, you know, it was a bit wobbly, but, you know, family was all broken up all over the place, and I think, in hindsight, though, everyone was trying to, you know, was doing their best, they were purposely stuffing yeah, yeah. it up, you know, everyone just was trying to do their best, and the best way they knew how and I think it's still like that because no one goes out there to try and you know fail in life but um yeah, yeah, yeah. one of my biggest was my dad bro and um oh, I can name quite a few yeah um a constant teacher for me bro uh would have been um my English teacher at Flexmere College his name was uh Mr. Gill he was he was one of the coolest teachers and I, this is kind of funny bro why he's, he's actually got this haircut bro it looks a bit like Wolverine his hair just sits up like this I thought he was the man, bro. I was like, fuck, bro, Wolverine's my teacher. <laughs> so I was, I was yeah. so just because of that, bro, I was listening to him, you know, and I actually <laughs> learned some stuff on the way. So uh, <laughs> he taught me some cool things about just the English language and how to, um, you know, I, yeah. I didn't pass English. I, yep. It took me a couple of years to pass that class, but. Um, I think it came down to the relationship, eh, you know, because school wasn't uh, 
a good thing for me in the early times. Uh, if, if anything, um, I didn't like going to school because it was bloody bullies galore. And, oh, yeah. you know, it was a nightmare going to school, bro. You know, you got to, you know, you can't take anything valuable. You can't wear anything that's cooler than someone else's. You know, yeah. you're probably going to have a fight on the field. Yeah. You know, you, yeah. yeah so it, it just comes with the territory, bro. But, um, um, yeah, Mr. Gill was a big one at, at, at school. Um, I would have to say music itself, bro. Hip-hop taught me a lot, eh? You know? Um, indirectly, because, you know, uh, I don't know, just something about it just... You know, it just makes you want to listen. And when, you know, in the early hip hop in the 90s, you know, you had messages, you know, guys like Nas and Rakim and um, even Bone Thugs, you know, it, they all had messages behind that music. And if you were listening properly, you know, mm. if you were listening properly, you, you would hear something that, that you could relate to. So, um, yeah, music was a big thing for me. Um, yeah, Tiao Māori's always been a big teacher in general, you know? Yeah. yeah. Because you always try and see yourself, you know. You would know from going from Terry to college, bro. That yeah. you kind of look at, you look at these poets, and you're like, "Far out!" Oh, you know, how, how do they yeah. get up? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, bro. And you just think, "Far man, he must have been the man to be all the way up there." Yeah, you know. Like, you yeah. know and I start having these little moi moi bro, and start thinking, "Far." What could I do in this lifetime that would earn me something like that, you know? Yeah, brother. But the buzzy thing was um, I wasn't privileged enough to go to Te Oti College itself. Yeah. You know, you've you got to have money. Your family's got, you know, pay for yeah. your tuition. And bro, yeah, yeah, yeah. I come yeah. from a family of 13, bro, so you ain't going nowhere. I always admired it from a distance, you know, and, and I, I knew heaps of brothers that went there, my older cousins, and, you know, watch how they do, you know, Little things like just actually tika tonu, you know, watching that haka done properly, yeah. you know, and, and how to dance and all of those things, you know. You don't say, oh, how do you do a haka? You just kind of just chill and just watch it. Watch, eh? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Hey, real low, eh? Yep. The wide stance. Just all of those things, you know, because um, I think what te ao Māori allows you to do, bro, is is to learn a tikanga, but to, you know, to inject yourself within that, eh? And it shows you how to channel your energy. Yeah, I'd say Tiao Māori was a huge um, teacher for me. Um, there's lots of uh, musical teachers, but I always go back to those, you know. I always read about, you know, uh, Whakatoki and, um, you know, um, yeah, Rangatira or Ariki that they were here before us, you know, that those po are carved in, oh. you know, memory of, you know, memorial yeah. of. There's plenty of lessons in just nature, bro, you know. And I know that sounds like some Bruce Lee stuff, but, um, <laughs> you know, the, bro, honestly, man, like, I, I, I was a learner growing up, so I didn't have, like, all these mates around me and stuff. I used to spend a lot of time on my, by myself and still do. But that's how I learned to, um, you know, to talk to myself, eh? Because uh, I know when you say to someone, if you say to someone, if I say to you, bro, do you talk to yourself? You know, you say that out loud, eh? I talk to myself. Yeah, 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 yeah. I said, bro, I talk to myself every day, bro. If you don't talk to yourself, you haven't got a good relationship with yourself. Yeah, and I can understand and relate to you, my brother. Definitely. Oh, uh, yeah. Who was, uh, who was your greatest music idols um, sort of you looked up to, bro? Well, I think someone that people would maybe know about um, is probably DLT, bro. DLT. So DLT, he produced their uh, song Chains for Shafu. You know, oh. they come make my chains, come on me. Yeah, so he, yeah. he produced that song, you know, and um, that song, 
was number one for a crazy amount of weeks, bro. And I was just like, fuck. And the song is quite easy on the ear, but if you listen, bro, there's a lot of um, metaphors in there and, and stuff, you know, um, that is, is quite political, but it's it's packaged quite cleverly, you know? Yeah. Um, yep. That he's saying, you know, um, you know, he's, he's talking about French fries and stuff like that, and they're like, oh, yeah, he's talking about French fries, but he's actually talking about the French and Mudurao Atoll and blowing it up and doing the testing and the nuclear thing. Yeah. But, you know... Yeah. He quite cleverly puts it like that in um, chains, you know, being colonialism, bro, you know. So I sort of broke that down. I thought, wow. Why I say that, bro, was um, DLT is actually from Wamahu, bro. I don't know if you know where Wamahu is. Hey, shout out to Billy Ropiha. Uh, that's, that's one of my bros out there from Wamahu. Oh, chair bulls. Yeah, yeah, bro. He's, um, that's, that, that marae there, bro. Um, DLT shot his first video clip, bro, and I saw it like on some black and white TV back in the days, bro, and I was like, "Wow, I'm sure I knew that Morai." <laughs> there was um, there was all my Morai, and I had asked him one day, "Hey, bro, did you do a video?" He said, "Yeah, that's where I'm from." I said, "Bro, I knew it, I knew it." But because he was from home, that that was like the ultimate motivation. Eh? I was just like, "Wow." Then came the upper heart posses, and this is a bit old school, bro. You know, these fellas are two to do ass, you know. Yeah, yeah. The first kind of pioneers, um, damn native is a huge one for me. If they ever hear this, bro, just type up damn native, behold my cool style. You have to. I'll be that is the old Do it, my bro. I'll do it, do it. It makes it'll make a lot of sense when you hear my music and you hear this guy. Uh, scribe, bro, you know. Um, yeah, oh, brother. Shout out to you Scribe. Know, at his full flight, bro, at his full power, was pretty, pretty, pretty powerful, bro. Like, his live presence, his delivery and stuff. I went to one of his shows back in the early 2000s when he was peaking, and I just saw this dude, and was just so powerful. I was like, wow, that's like a rangati, though, you know? Yeah. And I know he's Samoan, but, you know, um, at the time, I was just like, I don't care if he's Samoan. That's, that's a, he's a po, bro, you know? Like, look. You could just feel the energy and the power mm. from that dude. Mm. If you ever seen him live, or you listen to the Crusader album, bro, just you just feel you just feel tough just listening to it. You know, like yeah. man, I could take anything. Um, so you know, in terms of the live aspect of it and and energy, yeah, Scribe would be up there, up there, bro. But other than that, you know, um, Prince Tuiteka, bro, Billy T. James. Um, I know that he's not a musician but but he is you know that's what makes him such a great entertainer is that the bro can crack a joke he's got the ultimate ultimate timing for punchlines bro he's the MC. he's the epitome of MC, man because he can control a whole crowd you might have heard that joke a hundred times yeah you know and then and when he drops it boom and you still laugh you know you're like fuck how does yeah. he do that you know i already knew what he was gonna say yeah but it was his charisma and his timing and his the way he delivered it, you know, he was he was very clever. And then he was turning around and sing a song just as good as Howard Morrison. Those guys like him and Prince Tuiteka, for me, that's where I sort of learned the art of emceeing. Like, you know, it was kind of, yeah, hip-hop, but i never seen anyone live like that to be able to just hold a crowd like that. Yeah. You know, he can he controlled the whole crowd, man. Like, they'll just follow him from the side of the stage, blah, 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 blah. you know, just <laughs> someone in the front row. And then... Song and then do some crack up skit and he was like, man, this dude's a genius. Legend, eh? Influentially, bro. Um, you know, uh, he's up there. He's up there, bro. In terms of 
um, leaders and iconic um, people that influenced me. I hope to, you know, get that good one day. Uh, I'm not that good yet, but <laughs> I'll yeah, get there. Like with your music and Scribe as well, bro. Like I listened to Scribe when I was younger, bro. I used to be in my garage and just I could hear his messages, brother. Like his messages mm. for us, like he spent nights out and by himself, just no mates, just doing his craft day and like just his messages that he had. And you also done a song with him, eh, too, my brother. I did, I did, bro. Um, it's funny how that happened, bro. I was in Auckland and there was a show, a fundraiser show for, for cancer, bro. It was a cancer awareness thing. And I'd, I'd recently um, lost my mum to cancer. So for me, when I got here, I was just recording some songs here. And I heard about the show and I was like, man, I want to go to that show, you know. I, I wasn't scheduled to play or anything like that. I just, I just want to go along and, you know, chuck me up or give me a slot, you know, because then I wasn't really established. Um, no one sort of knew. I think I might have had one song out at the time. Yeah, so I went along. Someone didn't turn up. One of the slots were free, and I was just, I just, bro, I didn't even ask. I just walked on the stage. I was like, oh, kill the coat, don't want to see if anybody. I just started rapping. Hey, I didn't even have a beat, though. I didn't even have a beat, you know. I was just rhyming just off the top. And then people were starting to get into it. Oh, man, he's rhyming off the top. And they were, like, getting into it, eh? Yeah, hard. And then, um... And then another bro jumped up uh, from another crew bro. His name's Psych One from the um, the document. Yeah. That's another crew bro. Checked him out. Psych One. So Psych One jumped up and he started freestyling too because he's pretty on. Like I met him. I was like, yo, this fella's bad. And then and then another dude jumped up on the stage and this ended up being like this big cypher, which was mean. And it was rhyming away, rhyming. I couldn't really see because he had a hat on. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. So, yeah, bro, and he started rhyming and shit, and then we started going in the circle. It was buzzy ears, bro, because we started rhyming off each other. And then um, he said something, 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 Christchurch, you know, Crusade. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Fucking, this is Scribe, bro. You know, well, I'm a freestyle with Scribe, and the other bro recognized it. was like, oh, shit, that's Scribe, bro. And like, bro, we're, we're just jamming. It was yeah. cool. And then, um, yeah, talked to him after that, and he was like, hey, bro, you do music? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, yeah. And I said, oh, what's your name? He goes, I said, T-Penny. And he goes, the West Side Rory T-Penny. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, bruh, you know? And that's where we connected, bro, and that's how that happened. You know, I said, man, let's do some music, and boom. Doing my thing, bro. Doing my thing, G, but that's my favorite song, brother. I love that song, bro, with a passion. Because, hey, hey, when I'm, like, up in the morning, wake up in the morning, Jam that song, I just feel like I'm doing my thing, you know, like doing my thing, just doing my thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so brother, sort of what's sort of the next move for brother Teeps? Can we see more music coming in the near future, my brother? Uh, if anything, um, yes, yes, definitely. I've just just about finished another project, bro, and um I'm quite excited about this because it's I met I met a producer up here by the name of Tene. So Tene is uh, I've been trying to track this dude down for years, man. Like I, he's one of those elusive guys that you just don't know where he lives. You don't know yeah. anything about him, bro. He'll come out when he wants to come out, and then he'll disappear again. <laughs> so um, he actually produced most of Scribe's second album, bro. The the fresh, fresh, fresh. I don't know if you heard it, Kings. Yeah, Kings, um, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kings, yep. Yeah. So that's they're those big songs of Kings, those um, six figures and and yeah. flex. Yeah, Tene produced those songs. Yeah, because you'll hear at the start of the beat, it goes, Tang, hey, ooh. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, so that's what it says, Tene, you know, Tang, And then drops the song. So um, I met him in the bakery, bro, the third day I was here in, in, in Auckland. 
like I moved to Auckland. I was like, man, I got to do this. I got to move to Auckland, man. I don't really want to, but this is what I got to do. So yeah, jumped in the car. You know, did what I had to do. Bro, and I was in uh, Mangere, and I got a. Um, I heard about this. My bro told me, bro, go to um, this bakery. It's a Hong Kong, Hong Kong's um, bakery, and it's a famous as. So I was like, bro, I'm going. And then I went in there, bro. There was one pork bun left, bro, and, and there was one other dude. He was wanting the same pork bun there. <laughs> And I was like, oh, no, you have it, my bro. Oh, no, you can have it, bro. And next minute, um, yeah, that was 10 anyway. So, um, so yeah, bro. So we, we, we worked on a whole project together, bro, and it came together, like, ultra quick because I knew what I wanted to do. He knew how to do it. And check, check, boom. So um, what are we now? May, uh, uh, it'll be the end of June, bro. You'll hear the first single. Bro, I, I, I think to myself, I'm like, actually, oh, it's just all the artists. You don't actually know that there's like, I don't actually know, see, how you told me that, 10, 8? I don't actually know that yep. there's actually people behind these artists as well, bro. I'm just thinking like, like these artists are doing that, brother. Oh, I didn't even know. Yeah. I didn't even know. Didn't even know of 10, 8. Yeah. Bro, I'll tell you what, man, you're going to hear his name quite a bit because he's got a few songs that are out there. Yeah. That you wouldn't know unless you knew, you know. Yeah, yeah, true, yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a, a signature Dr. Dre sound. You, you, you kind of can pin a Dr. Dre beat, you know. It's got this yeah. driving thing and yeah. usually some big violin chops and dun, 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 or something like that. Yeah. Dre's yeah. got a sound. Swiss Beats has got a sound. You know, Scott Storch has got a sound. And, you know, it's more on that nerdy side of hip hop where you know the, the the general consumer wouldn't know the difference, but true, true, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. It's um, it's it's a team, bro. It's a collaboration, bro. Yeah. To the younger generation coming through, what would you say? What would be some kind words you would say to um, them in regards to getting into music and and pushing through on? Get into music because your heart wants to get into music. Mean. Don't don't get into music because your mates told you that you're good or that you want to get some likes on Facebook or you know. Yeah. 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 You want people, you want to be, um, you want to fit in with the crowd and you want to do what everyone else is doing. Do it, do it because your heart wants to do it. Yep. Do it because it makes your heart happy. Obviously, bro, when did you start making music and where was the first time you, like, where was that first time you were just like, fuck, I'm doing music? Mm. <clears throat> <Whew>. uh, <clears throat> I've actually been asked a similar question quite a bit. And I, and I have these varied answers, bro. Um, the more I go into it, you know, uh, um, a euphoria moment where it just went, oh, bro, that's it, I'm rapping. Yeah, it yeah. was more, the more I did it, the more um, sure I became of myself. Put it this way, bro. Music made sense to me when nothing else did. <laughs> True. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when the when the world didn't make much sense to me and things were going all over the place and I didn't understand what was going on, music was the only thing that kind of made sense to me, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. I needed it Mate. more more so than wanted to be a rapper. Yeah. Like, it's part of it's part of me, yeah, you know? It's like, um, it's something that's in me, bro, you know? And, and the more I explore it, the more powerful I become. Massive, brother. Yeah, after after you know all the all the things that you've said, bro. Thank you very much.
But we're about to yeah. now get into uh, quiz time, brother. Quiz time, my G. Hey, bro, actually, actually, my bro, uh, this is a shout-out to uh, DJ Spell. Oh, not a shout-out to DJ Spell. I did, a, I did an interview with DJ Spell, bro, and he... Right. He he like he caught me out on heaps of stuff, bro. He was just like, "Bruh, this ain't a quiz. This is multitask." And he just the whole interview was just like he was looking at me, bro. Like, come on, get your structure together, brother. Like, so shut, you know. But that, that's not actually a quiz. It's actually a multi multi question, brother. So let's go. Let's go. Billy T or Kevin Hart, brother. Billy T. All day, all day. Favorite album of all time, brother? <laughs> oh, it's a hard one, bro. <laughs> oh, Tui Tex takes it. Tui Tex takes it. <laughs> Tupac or Biggie, brother? Oh, I would have to say Tupac um, for one reason. Uh, they're both great, both both awesome. Um, I, I, I think Tupac... He rapped. He had a different purpose. Like he he uplifted people. Where where Biggie was pretty much rapping about how cool he was. Didn't actually realize that, but now I do. Hangi or boil up, brother? I can tell you what. I could probably eat more boil up than Hangi. Yeah. I could probably eat, I could probably eat more of it because Hangi is quite rich. You know, yeah. if I had Hangi every night, I would get sick of it by the third night. Bro. <laughs> but if we had boil up, bro, you can vary a boil up. Eh? You can vary what you put in there, you know, bacon, bang, you know, it's a bit more versatile, a bit more easier, easier to clean up too. Briskets, brisket all day for me, brother. Oh, Just hit me with the brisket. Hit me with the brisket, brother. Fry bread or real one, bro? Wow, bro, you're hitting me with the hard ones out. <laughs> um, um, I would have to say the one up, bro. Couple what reasons, bro. Yeah, well, it, it lasts longer. And, and you know, and you got the buggy, so it's got a fucker popper. Uh, power or kana, brother? Easily power, bro. Um, why? It's, it's just probably a bit more versatile. And it's not, not so freaking uh, humbug to get at them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, yeah, you don't smell like, uh, you know, you smell like patero after them. Well, mind you, hang on now, uh, that's not right. <laughs> but a power will, 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 will fill the room up, no doubt. But uh, easy, I get power, bro. All my brothers and sisters were kinder monsters, so I never got a chance on the old kinder. I'm a kinder monster myself. I love it. Love it. Love yeah. it. Absolutely love it, my bro. Out of any, which rapper would you bring back to life, my brother? Whew. Well, I'd have to say the most influential rapper of all time, bro, and Tupac. Definitely Tupac, brother. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, he, he's like Bob Marley in hip-hop. He is, he? Oh, I feel the same, too, yeah. brother. I feel the same. Yeah, he's... He's a prophet, bro, you know, and, and the things that he was saying, although he had chauvinistic raps as well, yeah, he always, you know, he always he always wanted to spit knowledge and, you know, and, and uplift people. And, you know, he knew his history. And, you know, that, that that's that's what I think separates him and Biggie. Biggie might have known it, but he didn't show it in his music. Mm, yeah, you know, yeah. it was about, I'm the man, I'm the man, you know? Yeah, definitely. definitely Last one, bro. I don't know if you play rugby or rugby league, but. Rugby or rugby league, my brother? Well, I like watching rugby better than I like watching rugby league, but I like playing rugby league a lot better than I do like playing rugby. I don't like squiggling on the ground and all that. Just give me the ball, <laughs> Kate. 
Just give me the ball, bro. Put a bit of a straight one much, or yeah. got a bit of a whack on you. I have whacked before, but it hasn't, you know, it hasn't been as effective as the straight running. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I would say, you know, I've got, got a lot of beef behind Bristol Miles of Fusity. Pull those little uh, crabs over. Ah, massive, bro. Yeah, massive, massive. Any shout-outs to any Fano members, friends, I don't know, sponsors, people out there, my brother? Most definitely, bro. I'd like to shout-out to everybody that's um, supported my music, listened to my music, shared my music. Um, I also like to shout out to our Tipuna um, for laying down the Mickey Foundation for us to be as Mickey as possible. Hard. And um, oh, and uh, I like to shout out to all the essential workers, to be honest, Man. because you know those people out there, um, you know mahi in a way while everybody's uh, doing whatever they're doing at home. Uh, we yeah. need those people, so you know they're out there doing their buzz, and uh, I like to thank them for for holding it down for us. So yeah. How can we catch your music, brother? And how can we catch your journey as well? Social media, bro. It's TPN06 at everything, bro. Oh, true. So, you know, Insta face, all of Ah, oh, massive, bro. All of that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Instagram, all of that. TikTok even. You know, <laughs> she had the TikTok. Got to, bro. That's you weird, have man. to, man. You, you just got to, bro, you know? Uh, you're silly if you don't, because these songs that have been smashing have... have, have um have been elevated by TikTok like I'm a savage. Even pull up, pull up, pull the German. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're like, bro, they they um they did a uh, my bro Jay Rasic, he played that song at uh, One Love just gone. The last one? Last oh yeah, well, I bet I went to it bro and they played it. Yeah, I went there, yeah. Yeah, that was my cousin. He's from home, bro. He's from Kopatiki. Anyway, he played the song. He goes, I wonder what happens if I play this. Bro. bro he played it. Everyone, hey. Pull up, pull up. Pull up. I was like, well. He played so, that other one, know, too. Quite, yeah. Wow. So it's quite powerful, bro. You know, it's a powerful tool when you got to, you know, you got to adapt to the times. That's where, should, that's where it is now. So you got to have a TikTokable song. <laughs> <laughs> nah, shout out. Shout out to our brother Teeps. Um, how I catch him is on Spotify and iTunes as well. Catch our boy out there too. Um, he's on all platforms. Um, that man's got some cool music, man. And catch him, catch him on the on the fly. You know what, brother? That sort of concludes us for today, my bro. And I, uh, I just appreciate one hundred, brother, for everything that um, you're doing for the game and the community. To our Maori, just in general, brother. I just want to thank you so very much for. Bringing music to my ears, my brother. Mean, my bro. Just for you, brother. I saw on the on the podcast, um, Ariki. Yes, yes. That is the name of the first, the next single coming out, bro. Oh. Called Ariki. I just spotted it, bro, and I was like, I better tell him. I better tell him. Oh, mess yeah, so up, bro. Oh, mean. It's coming out in um, late June, bro. So, uh, Ariki, bro, listen now for. Under the Influence podcast with our boy, Tipane. Thank you very much, my bro. Peace out, man. Love. Thank you very much to all the listeners that joined into this episode with Teeps. Man, love this podcast. Thank you very much to all those that are tuning in on every single podcast. Go like us, subscribe us, join the crew, join the community. Let's go.